From COK Studios in Mary Louise Kelly's Coffin, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. On today's show, we'll consider the role former Trump advisor John Bolton may end up playing in the impeachment inquiry. We'll also consider some Halloween stories from the COK team in our Consider the Scare segment. And we'll consider that you should keep to the road, beware the moon. Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from Dead Bath & Beyond, the home goods store for ghosts, zombies, and other undead creatures. Look in your mail for a Dead Bath & Beyond 20% off coupon for twin, queen, and king casket sheets and pillowcases. And the Bates Motel, offering clean rooms at affordable prices with the hottest showers in the West. Call now to book your room and tell them Mother sent you. This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. President Donald Trump's former national security advisor, John Bolton, is known as a conservative foreign policy hawk, but he's turning into a key figure in the Democratic-led impeachment inquiry of Trump. Bolton, whose mustache is home to a family of mice, is now free to be a critic of the president and the shady dealings around the Ukraine scandal. It was Bolton who was early to point a finger at Trump's personal attorney, Rudy Giuliani, for what he saw as a shadow foreign policy agenda that went against protocol. Bolton was apparently so irritated after he learned about the plan to connect U.S. military assistance to a Ukrainian pledge to investigate conspiracies about the 2016 election and the Bidens that he abruptly ended a meeting and then was out as National Security Advisor only a few weeks later. Bolton has been avoiding interviews, but he told the Washington Post that he would have his say in due course, and he is currently shopping a book deal. Here with a report on the Bolton side of the impeachment inquiry is our senior impeachment correspondent, Cordell Nutbrock. What have you heard, Cordell? Well, the Ukraine affair isn't the first time Bolton disagreed with Trump during his tenure as Trump's national security advisor. Bolton wanted tougher lines on Iran, Venezuela, and North Korea. Trump did not. Back in September, when Trump fired Bolton by tweet, Bolton's enemies, and there were plenty of them, described him as abrasive, self-promoting, a warmonger, disloyal. While all that may be true, Bolton is also someone whose long career in public service makes him very anti-Trump. Has he said anything else besides his cagey remarks to the Washington Post? Oh, well, Dinah, it's funny you should ask that. Did you hear about Rudy Giuliani butt-dialing that MSNBC reporter last week and talking about discussing overseas dealings and lamenting the need for cash? (laughs) Yes, I did. Well, he's not the only one who butt-dialed a reporter. John Bolton called me accidentally this week, and I got quite the scoop. (gasps) Oh! Can we hear it? Of course. Here's the audio clip of Bolton. Where is it? Hey, honey, have you seen my mustache comb? No, dear. Why do you need it? Uh, to comb my mustache. I can't go out with it all over the place. Can't you use a different comb? No, I need the right one. You can't just use any comb. Good Lord, woman. Where is it? Is it under these documents chronicling the entire Ukraine debacle? No. Damn it. How about these files about nuking Iran? Nope. Not there either. Is this it? No, that's my mustache brush. I need the comb. The brush is for cleaning, the comb is for styling. It's like you don't know me or my mustache at all. Can you put some of this in it to make it look better? That's mousse. 
I need balm. Just forget it. Oh no, is my phone on? Who's Crowdell Nutberg? I think he's a reporter. Oh no! There you have it, Dinah. I'm surprised at how much sensitive material he seems to have on all the Trump scandals. Quite. I was surprised how much stuff he uses to care for his mustache. That too. Well, Congress has asked two of Bolton's former aides to testify this week. It's unclear if they'll appear, but the House impeachment inquiry will also, eventually, want to hear from Bolton and his mustache. Thanks for that exclusive, Cordell. You're welcome, Dinah. That was senior impeachment correspondent Cordell Nutbrock. You're listening to Consider Our Knowledge. Now we turn to Halloween. Last year, we had some members of our team share spooky stories in a segment we called Consider the Scare. It was so much fun that we thought we'd do it again. We hope these tales of terror aren't too frightening. First up is our Consider Your Health reporter, Alex Truman, with her story, Ghost Toads. One dark and stormy night, I was sitting in my living room, catching up on some episodes of Diagnosis Murder and having a nice warm bowl of organic turnip soup when I felt a strange pain in my foot. It was right in the spot where my extra toes had been. You see, I was born with eight toes on my right foot, and in order for my parents to save money on my custom footwear, I had them removed at the age of 13. It was a fairly simple surgery, but because I also suffer from rubber bone disease, the doctor asked to keep my little extra toes for further study. Only one in 890,000 people has rubber bone disease, so I was happy to help the team at the hospital do further research. Did you know that Christy Yamaguchi has rubber bones? It is one of the things that made her such a great figure skater, but I digress. I hadn't seen my toes in quite a while. I would visit them occasionally when I went to the hospital. Why was I feeling pain in my foot where my toes had been? It was odd. I went to bed, but I was restless that night, and I woke up with a start when it felt as if my feet were being tickled. But they weren't. And the weirdest part was that the tickling sensation was where my extra three toes had been. Feeling like someone was tickling my missing toes with a feather was both fun and disturbing. I decided to visit my toes at the hospital the next day to see what was up. I met my old friend, Dr. Marvin, in the lab where my toes were stored in a jar. They looked as they always did. He told me about a medical phenomenon that was very common. Apparently, people can still feel sensations in amputated extremities long after they have been removed. I felt relieved. It was nothing to worry about. As I left, I noticed a feather in Dr. Marvin's lab coat pocket. Had he lied to me? Had he been tickling my goose toes? That was much more disturbing than I had expected. Thanks for the story, Alex. No problem, Cutter. Oh, I do love Halloween. Uh, by the way, that story isn't really true. My toes were returned to me shortly after the surgery. They're on the mantle in my rumpus room. Neat. Now we turn to our entertainment reporter, Fritz Hicks, 
who has a bone-chilling story of his own. Yes, yes. This story is even more disturbing than the last one, because it is 100% true. I call it the Scream in Ning. One Halloween, a group of sexy teenagers decided to sleep over in an abandoned summer camp at Crystal Lake. They were having fun drinking, flirting, and enjoying the mountain scenery. But unbeknownst to them, a deranged killer had just escaped from a nearby mental hospital. You see, he had been put there 15 years earlier for murdering his sister. The killer's doctor was rushing to the camp to warn anyone who might be staying there. The killer was already there, watching and waiting. He knew something that the sexy teenagers didn't. He had the ability to kill them all, in their dreams. While one of the couples was having sexual relations in one of the cabins, the killer entered and stabbed them both. And just as he was leaving their cabin, he was shot by his doctor, who had arrived at the camp in time to save the rest of the kids who weren't having sex. The doctor and the virgins decided to leave the camp immediately. But the killer's soul had entered a doll that one of the teenagers had brought, and now the doll wanted revenge for being shot. While the doctor got the kids into the car, the doll, who was inhabited by the soul of the killer, cut the brakes of the car. As they drove down the windy mountain road, the car skidded through a barrier, and the doctor and one of the other teens were killed in the crash. Who would save the other kids now? What the killer doll didn't know is that one of the teenagers had the ability to read minds, and he had mentally connected with the old gamekeeper who was coming to their rescue. Will the killer doll slash the rest of the sexy teenagers? Will the gamekeeper get there in time to save them? Or will the murderous dad of the mind-reading boy kill everyone, including the doll? Wait, Fritz, is this really a true story? Uh, yes, yes, it certainly is. Really? Because it sounds a lot like you've just combined the plots of Halloween, Friday the 13th, Child's Play, and The Shining. You know, I'm surprised to hear you say that. This was in all the newspapers recently. I guess all the Trump business just overshadowed it. Oh well, happy Halloween, everyone. Thanks, Fritz. Finally, we'll hear one final, truly terrifying tale from Cordell Nutbrock. This is the most blood-curdling story of them all. Donald Trump gets impeached, and Mike Pence becomes president! Oh god, I'm really scared now. This has been considered the scare. <laughs> now, here are our weekly Big Little Wins. Congrats to Sarah Dilworth in Tucson, who didn't get a costume together for a Halloween party this weekend, and then ended up falling asleep on the couch and missing the party altogether. You didn't get made fun of for some lame costume that you threw together at the last minute because you were sound asleep. Well done on this spooky Big Little win. Kudos also to Ron Vickers in Montana, who won free passes to see White Snake cover band Pale Viper last week. Sure, you're more of a Def Leppard fan, but Pale Viper rocked pretty hard, so this is definitely a Big Little victory. If you or someone you know has a Big Little win that they'd like to share, post on our Facebook page or send us a tweet. That's all for this week's episode of Consider Our Knowledge. If you want more from the best-looking news team in public radio, visit ConsiderOurKnowledge.com for more news and stories. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us for breaking news on Twitter 
at Consider Our No. You can subscribe to the podcast at iTunes or at Stitcher.com. Have a safe and happy Halloween. I'm Connor Bentley. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from Dead Bath and Beyond, the home goods store for ghosts. More than one ghosts. Just one ghost. We're a ghost. <laughs> okay.